Hello, sweet listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, and since it's a new year, there are new NetSuite capabilities. Yes, we are already talking about NetSuite 2021 release one. Sneak peeks went live this week, so we're taking this episode to discuss all of the new updates that come with it. We'll be joined by several guests to help break down everything you need to know with new capabilities across the Sweet Cloud platform, financials, analytics, projects, warehouse management, and so much more. Stay tuned. There's a whole lot you won't want to miss. You're listening to the NetSuite podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. First up, Senior Director of Product Marketing, Lisa Schwarz, joins us once again to provide a high-level overview of what's new in 2021 Release 1, which we'll, of course, dive into throughout the rest of the episode. But for now, Lisa is providing a refresher on how the update is delivered to customers and how to prepare for it. Hi, Lisa. Happy New Year and welcome back to the NetSuite podcast. Hey, Kendall. Happy New Year. Great to be back. A new year, of course, means a brand new release. And I've heard that we already have sneak peeks into 2021 release one. I can barely believe it. I know it's time flies, you know, uh, as they say. So new year, new NetSuite capabilities. Get ready. <laughs> I love it. Well, we we have a lot to cover today and several people are going to be joining on um, to help us do so. But can you give us a brief overview? What's coming in 2021 release one that um, we'll be hearing about throughout the rest of this episode? Yes, of course. Um, you know, we're going to be hearing about a bunch of great new uh, financial features as you know, we always have those in every release. So things around like centralized purchasing and billing across subsidiaries. So you'll definitely hear be hearing a lot uh, more about those types of financial features that span across, you know, all our customer base. But then like related to projects, um, so companies um, that, are, that are more project-based, um, exciting news around a new offering called Sweet Projects. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We've got um, some really cool things happening around warehouse operations. Um, one of my favorite, I'll have to say, if I'm going to pick a favorite child with this release, <laughs> it's going to be the Net NetSuite Pack Station. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Plus a bunch of other um, WS enhancements like wait more wave automations and tally scans. So I don't know that I I just think that's really um, super neat and interesting on that front. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then of course, you know, there's always the platform team is always bringing um, great stuff. So we'll be hearing about, you know, some new enhancements and things around the platform. So lots more on that too. But right now, our new listeners, Lisa, or our customers who've never been through this before, um, or, you know, those who just need a little refresher, how do these releases work? How are these new features delivered to them? Yeah, always good to to get a refresh and understand of of what's happening with the uh, new release process. So we do two update releases a year, um, you know, Q1 and Q3. And these releases bring new features and enhancements to our entire install base. 
So all you know, 24,000 plus customers receive um, these updates. Everyone is on the same release and they're using you know, the latest and greatest. Um, so really helps us to maximize development and get uh, benefits of scale that way. So just to kind of put things in perspective. Yeah. So this is our the first release, obviously, of the year. Um, the uh, this update um, is, or any updates are released in about four phases. This one is will be released between middle of February, uh, going all the way through April, mid middle of April. Mm -hmm. Each customer is assigned to a release phase. Um, so on the day of the um, update, um, all you know customers don't need to do anything. The update is installed um, automatically. Yeah. Updates, um, well, accounts will go offline for um, during the upgrade time, which is scheduled for about a two hour period. But again, these updates happen usually within 30 minutes or less, which is wow. still like to this day, um, you know, getting your uh, mind wrapped around that, but it's super awesome just at the precision um, that the teams have perfected throughout the year. So pretty good stuff. Yeah, seriously, 30 minutes. Um, so then how should customers best prepare for the update? Any tips or best practices you'd share with them? Absolutely. So we have um, available to all customers who would like it, the new release portlet. The portlet is on every customer's dashboard, which will have this time um, of your assigned uh, phase window, plus when your release preview environment is available. So this release preview environment um, gives you a, uh, a test account, so to speak, of you being able to go into the this new preview environment with the, all the updates and code changes where you can use your, your own data, workflows, integrations, and customizations that you've done and, and just you know validate, do so, you know, do a couple of test scripts uh, to make sure all is working well. Um, you know, even though like all customizations and integrations carry over, um, it's always good to test out. You know, I think for me, just wanting a little peace of mind to, to do that. Um, so we yeah. totally encourage our customers to do that. They um, can go request a release preview account right within their NetSuite dashboard. So if they go, if you go under setup um, company and then under release preview, you'll see um, a link to request release preview. So just click on that link, fill out um, some information and your uh, uh, account, your test account will be provisioned. Um, so definitely encourage everybody to take advantage of that. Lisa, I'm disappointed because you always say my favorite line whenever we do these overview kind of a release overview podcast, and it's the test drive before you go live. And I've been waiting for it and I didn't, it didn't come. There you go. <laughs> you got it. You, you, you got it. Test drive yes. before you go live. Yes. Yes. So other than test driving before you go live, what are a few of the other ways customers can learn more about these new capabilities if they just want to do some research on their own? Absolutely. Well, hopefully people will continue uh, to listen to the rest of this podcast. Like you said, our additional guests on um, the podcast will provide a little bit more information. But a couple of other resources. We have uh, the sneak peek blogs, which are on netsuite.com. Those take you know, an industry uh, cut 
at the features um, that are uh, mo most uh, relevant to each of the industries. Plus there's a couple of other uh, product related blogs that are more horizontal type features like you know financials and sweet people. So plenty to read up um, with the blogs. We've got um, some NetSuite meetup virtual events um, that, are, that will be happening through the month of February. So customers should keep an eye out for invites uh, to that. The sweet answers, you know, those tried and true sweet answers will be updated with information. Plus there's always training videos on selected features and functionalities that will be available. And then of course, you know, wanting to really go deep into things, the release notes. So that's always available for referencing as well. So lots of things to learn more and dive into. Yes, definitely. And I'll be providing some links, um, especially to like the overview blogs in the description of this podcast episode, where all of you listeners can click to learn more and dive into all the awesomeness that's to come in 21.1. And Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kendall. Next, we're diving into the new financial capabilities coming out with 2021 Release One. Joining us to do so is Senior Product Marketing Manager, Scott Beaver. Hi, Scott. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, glad to be here. So financials are, of course, um, core to NetSuite. So it only makes sense that we start out here. You are our first guest of today's episode, aside from Lisa, who gave us an overview of what's to come in 2021 Release One. But coming into the new year, how are we seeing the role of finance and accounting shifting? What are you hearing? That's a great question. A couple of things. Number one, accounting is moving into more of an advisory role um, within the organization. So it's not just about keeping an accurate record of all the transactions. It's using the data that's available to help make sure the company is managing its financial resources carefully. And then the other thing, we're seeing a continued expansion of the remote work, um, both the requirement and that trend. So more and more financial professionals are working at least part of their week from home. And that really changes the way accounting tends to work because it's usually such a collaborative activity face-to-face. -face. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, what are some of the big financial management highlights in 2020 release one? What's new um, and how is this going to help those, those financial teams? So this release is really about giving customers greater visibility and control of those financial resources. As I mentioned, that's particularly difficult when you don't have everyone working in the same department um, it, because it is such a collaborative role within an organization. So one of the things we're doing is we're expanding our auto banking integration and automatic, automated reconciliation process into Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, we're also pro providing some enhanced budget versus actuals reporting down at the segment level so that um, users can see not only what their budget is and how much they've spent, but also what they've already committed to spend, uh, such open purchase requests or open orders. Um, and then finally, we are creating, um, we've created automated alerts to help companies better manage their budgets so that um, you get a, a validation alert if purchase requests or orders are exceed what is available in your current budget. So that should give much better visibility and control of uh, spend. Yeah, definitely. What other enhancements will NetSuite customers see? 
A couple others that are pretty big. So another theme for this release is efficiency, saving time by automating key tasks or reducing the number of steps required to complete those tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also making it easier for companies with multiple subsidiaries or independent business units to centralize purchasing, which is a huge um, advantage from a savings standpoint. And um, also, you know, gives you more control and more visibility into what the needs of the organization are. Well, Scott, lots of great stuff here. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us some insight into it. I'm sure we'll have you on again to talk about future updates. It's going to fly by. It always does. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Next up, NetSuite's manufacturing and distribution product manager, Gavin Davidson, will reveal new capabilities for NetSuite warehouse management, including the all-new PackStation. Hi, Gavin. Thanks so much for joining. Um, I want to start with a biggie here. What have manufacturers and distributors learned over the past year? Well, that is a big question. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I think anyone who deals with products and supply chains, even retailers as well, perhaps, you know, they're always used to something going wrong in the supply chain. That's why there's mm-hmm. that's why the supply chains. Um, but they weren't expecting everything to go wrong at the same at the same time. Um, so I think you know I think uh, everyone's always expecting the un- the unexpected, but also the just the scale of it. Um, hopefully, people have made some uh, better relationships with their customers and suppliers, etc., um, mm-hmm. and really fine tune their business processes and learn to be better prepared when things go. Um, sideways as as they as they often do. So, you know, making sure you have alternate suppliers uh, and, and really make sure realize that you can only really control what you can control um, right. when you have the products in your own hands in your own facilities. And uh, so, I think those are some of the things. And also, I mean, we should have have um, procedures and best practices and stuff in place, but. To go back to like a uh, in the old days when people when companies did their own their own backups and and that sort of things, you know you'd, you'd often find companies thought they had a backup strategy in place, but they never actually tested it. Yeah. Um, and so you know make sure you have if you have procedures in, in, in place and policies, then test them and make sure that they, that they actually work and you know, see how disaster proof you are for, um, for for what might come around the corner next. Yeah, definitely. Lots of good stuff, not just for, you know, what we've been through over the past year, but this should be kind of an all the time. These are great practices to put into place all the time for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So what can you tell us about the upcoming release 21.1 that will help our customers address some of those challenges you just mentioned? Sure. So again, so let's focus on, again, focusing on controlling what you can control, right? So you have, you have the products in, in this case, we're going to talk about, about the warehouse. So uh, we're looking at, at really helping you standardize and automate processes, um, figure out how repeatable they are, and you know, use that whole 80-20 rule to, you know, hopefully you get the 80% of the, of the business that just happens, and then you can focus on the 20% that's always always problematic. So um, starting with uh, WMS, um, this is something that we've been uh, continuously working on enhancing over, over the last few years. Um, and again, we're, this time we're adding a number of new, new uh, features First of all, uh, wave automation. So, you know, the wave is the process where you go and uh, release all your orders for picking. Um, and uh, so now you can go and set up schedules that the system will automatically go and generate those, those waves off hours. So overnight, for example, 
or just mm -hmm. before the gear shift starts you can go and uh you can go and choose what sorts of orders you want to you want to ship um you can filter it by location by the, the day that you want to go and do on there's also sorts of notifications to, to make sure that everything happens um, and they're always automatically released. So when your workers show up, your pickers show up in the morning, uh, they pick up their handheld and they're, they're ready to go. So that, that should be a big benefit for them. Continuing on the wave concept, there's the ability to go and do a, a release for single order. So think of like a, a quick ship or like a rush order that comes through. Um, somebody on, the, on their handheld can just go and look for unreleased orders and, and go and pick those uh, straight away. So that should really help automate that process and get those, uh, those short delivery out, uh, orders out the door uh, faster. Um, and then moving on to uh, some, a concept called bulk picking. So if you think of um, you know, like Amazon, they, they probably get uh, thousands of orders a, a day. And rather than having, you know, maybe they have 20 orders for an iPod or whatever, uh, or an iPhone, so rather than having having twenty people go and pick those that same product for all for twenty different orders, you can have one person go and pick all twenty at the same time and then take them to a staging area, uh, which really right. saves time and and also time in, in scanning as well. So it'll, it'll help get your orders orders out faster. Nice. And another thing that's kind of interesting is I think again over over the what people have been looking for for a while is you know more automation and even around robotics. Um, and there's, there's a lot of, of companies that, that produce robots for the warehouse that work alongside your, your workers. Um, and so we've introduced the concept of, of carts. Uh, so basically a cart is a rolling container. This could be something that's pushed around by a person or it could be automated like a, like a robot. Um, and it gives you a much um, nicer way to go and track uh, products that are going into the, the, the cart or the container, um, where it's moving. So you know exactly where it is at any time. Um, and we've also added the option, uh, this was a, a customer request as well, so that they can uh, actually receive directly their inbound product into, uh, into a cart. Um, and so they can, they can go, if they're receiving something that has to be shipped quickly, uh, they don't have to go and do that extra move to put it into a cart to do so. So uh, that should save some time for them as well. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of other more minor things, but um, we introduced tally scan already. But tally scan is a concept for if you think of if, if you're looking at like a, a skid of products, rather than go and count how many are on the skid, you can actually just go and scan each box, and every time you scan it, it increments the quantity by one. Um, and so we, we have that. But we've also in, uh, enhanced that now, so you can scan the, the lot numbers. So if you're in the in food industry or something that's lot controlled. Um, you can scan individual lot numbers and the quality will automatically uh, increment uh, for in the transaction you're doing, which is a nice, nice little feature. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and this is my, my, my personal favorite, getting older, as we all, as we all are. <laughs> um, there's a couple of things here. So the, uh, we've enhanced the label printing from the handheld, but my, my personal favorite is you can now choose to have a larger font size on your mobile device. So, there you go. So <laughs> Easier you to like see a, for all of us. If you have an iPhone Plus or, or something like that, then you, maybe you can afford to have a, a larger font size. So you can see <laughs> awesome. Love it. And then I, mean, I have to ask because yes. um, Lisa mentioned this at the very beginning of this episode. She has a favorite. Um, she has a favorite update in 21.1. does. Yes. It's called the pack station. Can you dive exciting. into that? Very exciting, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It sounds awesome. 
So, um, so this is uh, to go back. We've had a lot of success over the last few years releasing uh, mobile app applications. And by mobile, I mean like the design for touchscreen or tablets, right? So we actually have an entire platform that all these devices are, are all these applications are built on. So we have uh, the WMS, of course, the handheld is built on it. We have a manufacturing mobile uh, application. We have a quality uh, a quality app for doing inspections. Um, and so now we've added this new pack station feature. And really this is about all about optimizing shipping accuracy. So if you, think, if you go back to what we talked about, controlling what you can control, you have mm -hmm. products, you have orders, you want to get them out as quickly and accurately as possible. Um, and so this touch design is, is really fantastic because everyone's used to using an iPad, that sort of thing. Um, the UI itself is very, and the processes within it are very, are very intuitive. There's even some really cool little animations as you, as you pack cartons. Um, and it really would really help as well if you have either temporary workers or you have a, a new employee, uh, that familiarity with interface and, and the way that it works really gets them up to speed a lot, a lot faster. So basically wow. what it does is it lets the, the, the packer go and quickly find the orders that they have to go and ship that day. Um, everything that they do, they can verify by scanning. So make sure that, that the right item is in the right box, that sort of thing. Uh, they can print all the labels and all the, all the packing lists. Um, and really uh, then it also introduces a couple of other concepts. So there's uh, cartonization. So you can have um, all these cartons. So basically you can have put a, a pack a single order into multiple cartons, um, or you can actually pack multiple orders uh, at the same, they're going to the same place um, in, in, the, in the carton as well. So you can combine orders into one box if they're all going to the same place or they're all going on the, the same shipping route. So uh, for companies that have their own delivery trucks, they can define their shipping routes and they can pack everything at the same, have the person pack everything at the same time. Um, it gives them great visibility into exactly what's in which box. So if they need to go back and change something they can do that easily as well. Um, and also once you have your, the cartons, then it's another very exciting concept, palletization. Um, and so you can then go and put your cartons onto a larger, uh, into a larger box or, or, or container or pallet. Um, and so this is, um, this is not full palletization across the entire uh, system, but it's outbound cartons, right? outbound pallets rather. So um, if you need a, a pallet ID, for example, for EDI to send to your customer, uh, then there you can do that as well. And it is also, uh, is also uh, integrated with the scales as well. So uh, if you have a scale that you need to want to go and, and integrate so that the weight of the carton is tracked as you fill it, then you can do that and, and it will automatically populate the, the weight once you complete. Wow. That's a lot to unpack, lot. not to not to, not to be unpack. punny there. Yeah, exactly. And, and, re, exactly. and rebox in a different in a different carton. Yeah. Gavin, this is all great. Um, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about all this awesomeness that's to come. And uh, we look forward to more in the future. There's always more in the future. <laughs> There's always more. Thank you so much, Gavin. You're welcome. There's enough uncertainty to go around right now. NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control. With so many critical decisions to make, you need the right numbers and you need them right now. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and more all in one place so you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere 
with immediate clarity on critical information right at their fingertips. No more guessing, no more waiting. Make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. Receive your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com USA. Don't wait. Get your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com USA. netsuite.com USA. Adam Mayo, NetSuite Vertical Product Manager overseeing project management, will now join us to discuss Suite Projects, a new add-on offering with 2021 Release 1. He'll also talk about a few more exciting new features around project management. Hi, Adam. Exciting news. 2021 Release 1 comes with the announcement around Suite Projects as a new add-on offering. So what exactly is Suite Projects and how does it differ from our existing project functionality? Sure, absolutely. It's really a repackaging of existing functionality that we have for professional services automation or or PSA. Uh, So really, we were able to include that in additions that currently exist when customers uh, purchase something that's more services focused. But we have a lot of customers that maybe we're starting off uh, a little bit on the smaller scale, let's say using financials only. And then as they grow, wanting to add PSA functionality. Uh, And it was a little bit more piecemealed in, in the past. So with Suite Projects, they'll have a full PSA solution directly within NetSuite. And that's going to include project management, setting up a schedule, viewing a Gantt chart, scheduling resources and tasks uh, within the project. Uh, Also being able to do full resource management with tracking skill sets, looking at availability, searching on both of those skills in availability to find the right resources, uh, as well as more uh, in-depth project uh, accounting, uh, whether it entails project billing and the associated revenue recognition, like percent complete or milestone type of project revenue, uh, project profitability reporting, uh, as well as being able to track project budgets and have reports that will compare budgets versus actuals. So a bit of a a mouthful there, but really taking all that that functionality and consolidating that into a single offering. No, that's great. Um, Now, what types of customers and even more specifically than that, personas within our customer base will benefit from Suite Projects? Yeah, so the good news is that PSA really touches a bunch of different verticals from a consulting organization within what we deem our services uh, industries to software customers that have a PS team that's implementing their solutions uh, or advertising agencies that are managing campaigns and projects for their customers. Uh, And so again, often we'll get those customers that might have started off uh, on financials, and now they're looking to, to broaden that approach. And, and really, when we're talking to those types of customers, uh, project managers, uh, resource coordinators, uh, and consultants that are doing the work on projects and wanting to be able to update and uh, track status of those projects. And then, of course, I mentioned project accounting, and so that's yeah. still going to touch into the finance folks. So a, a controller or project accountant that needs to handle the billing and, and costs and, and tracking that within the system. So since Suite Projects is more of a repackaging of um, functionality, what net new features can we expect in 2021 release one when it comes to project management? 
Yeah, so especially for customers that are using that existing functionality today, but also those that will be uh, potentially moving to something like Sweet Projects, we're adding some project purchases automation, uh, really providing more visibility to project managers. And so they can track their purchase transactions, they can initiate purchase transactions and have it all from the projects. And so not having to navigate to the different areas in, that, in order to do that. Uh, from a timesheet perspective, we're continuing to enhance the overall timesheet performance to make it as speedy as possible. We, we tend to have uh, the most end users interacting with the system are doing a timesheet uh, mm -hmm. as well as expense reports and also the ability for them to retract those. So if I'm working on a timesheet, I submit it and then I realize, oh, wait, I, I messed something up. Uh, prior to this release, I'd have to reach out to my supervisor to resubmit that back to me. But now, as long as they haven't approved it, I can do that myself. Uh, and then finally, we're continuing to add more enhancements around what we call expense report policies and putting controls in place so that as I go to fill out my expense report, uh, it's a little more dummy proof, for lack of a better word, so mm -hmm. that I'm filling out the right expenses and not charging something I shouldn't be. And that can go all the way to a project level so that if I have specific terms with our customer or on the project, we're controlling what things can be charged to it so that we're not wasting time during approval or worse yet, we're trying to bill the customer and fixing mm -hmm. things. Awesome. Awesome. Lots of great stuff there, Adam. Thank you so much for joining us and filling us in. Absolutely. Happy to talk with you. And last, but certainly not least, we're joined by Eric Klein, the principal outbound product manager for the Sweet Cloud platform. And he's coming on to talk about just that, a brief refresher on the Sweet Cloud platform, as well as 2021 release one updates for both administrators and developers. Hi, Eric. As a refresher, can you briefly explain the Sweet Cloud platform and how it's used by our customers and partners? Sure, Kendall. So just as a quick refresher to our customers and for those who might be new to the space, Sweet Cloud is basically a collection of solutions for extending NetSuite or effectively as an extensibility layer that's used to create customizations and configurations as well as integrations and applications or Sweet apps that may be used by a particular customer. And I also want to really quickly point out that all of these technologies and tools are available to any licensed customer at no additional cost. Mm. So when we talk about Sweet Cloud, really just about every customer, the small customer to large, they will perform some amount of customization or maybe that customization is performed by say an outside consultant and they'll do things like create custom records or forms maybe custom workflows or other process automation, pretty much you name it, and often do additional work to integrate NetSuite with external systems to exchange data. And the platform really includes a comprehensive set of tools and technologies that allow software developers to manage their development life cycles from coding, test deployment, really across the entire DevOps lifecycle. And we also support no code tools. So, uh, you know, we talk a little bit about administrators. These tools can be used to do all sorts of things like create custom configuration settings and workflows. Got it. Got it. So what are a few then of the things the Sweet Cloud team has been working on um, in this 2021 release one to help NetSuite administrators create and manage those customizations that you were just talking about? 
Well, you know, there is a whole range of things that, that we're working on, but I wanted to focus mostly on things that we're doing for global businesses. So a significant number of NetSuite users either work for global businesses that span you know, multiple countries and geographies, or they do business in languages other than English. Right. And so we're, you know, we're really committed to helping these customers, you know, be they administrators or end users or even developers with the ability to create great experiences that feel entirely local in whatever language they are most comfortable using. Uh, and in fact, NetSuite supports over 20 languages, including double byte languages like kanji and Hebrew and Chinese, uh, Chinese dialects. Wow. Anyway, the key point here is that with each release, we add to effectively our portfolio of internationalization solutions to make it easier to do things like, you know, day-to-day -day translation of content that lives in UIs or documents or applications that users interact with. Virtually anything that the administrator sees on the screen can be localized. Now, for a specific example, in NetSuite 2020 release one, or in, in 20, excuse me, 2021 release one, we're releasing the first set uh, of a number of planned features that enable folks to use Suite Analytics workbooks in their language of choice. So most workbook elements like pivot and chart table names, access labels, you know, all of the, the details underneath the user experience can now appear natively in their, in their native language, making it easier and more effective to use the, the suite analog, analytics workbook capability. That's great, that's great. Um... You know, when we chatted ahead of 2020 release two, we had talked about the ways NetSuite is helping users keep an eye on system health to ensure the best possible performance and reliability. Is is that still a focus for you guys? Absolutely. This this is really a kind of a long-term focus for us where we over time add incremental value and continue to invest in this case, application performance management or for short APM and the dashboards that, that these expose. Now, these dashboards are all available out of the box and can be fully customized based on the specific needs or use cases that individual customers require. Now, and that's right, last time we talked about new APM dashboards, specifically two new ones related mm -hmm. to performance health and uh, concurrency monitoring. And now in this release, we're adding support for ability to monitor REST integration performance. So REST is a key technology that we now make available for customers to you know, integrate with external systems and exchange data. And the dashboards are really nice because they give us basically at a glance views of key REST performance metrics like request rates or overall execution timing and, and error rates if any error should be cropping up while data is moving back and forth. And remember APM dashboards this is a key feature, also give users the ability to drill down and perform root cause analysis and identify things that might be uh, slowing things down like an offending script. Right. Um, moving on to updates for software developers, it looks like you guys have been super busy in this area. Can you collaborate on some of the highlights for 2021 release one? Sure, sure. So a, a number of things we're doing in this area. I can't, I don't have time to cover everything, but I wanted to start with SweetScript APIs. And one of the big new features or new capabilities of our API portfolio is that developers can now use asynchronous, asynchronous coding techniques. And the real game changer here is that uh, asynchronous coding gives you the ability to engage what we call non-blocking IO. So we can basically process much larger data sets 
at higher performance, especially on the server side. So this really opens up a lot of uh, different opportunities for developing applications and business logic using, using asynchronous techniques as opposed to just synchronous that we supported previously. So in addition to APIs, we can also for SuiteScript version 2.1, use the debugger that comes with the Chrome browser. And this is now available for user event scripts. Uh, so that kind of adds to our overall ability to support different script types. Uh, previously, we had supported this for suitelets and scheduled script types. Uh, so, you know, again, kind of going down the list here of uh, new features and functions and capabilities for developers, we've been spending a lot of time adding support for our REST integration solution. Uh, specifically, more standard records are now available as GA uh, in general availability form, uh, whereas they were previously in beta. And there's some really big new heavy hitters here. So significantly, I'd like to point out that uh, sales order, invoice record, task record, customer message, and numerous others are now uh, fully available in GA and uh, will not be changing. And so you, the, our partners and customers can confidently use REST to perform integration using these record types. And then obviously we'll get to the rest of them over time and yeah. make sure that we have 100% coverage there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, just real quick to kind of wrap up, we're also adding a new feature called secrets management. And this is a way of hardening security within NetSuite. And basically what it allows us to do is that all password passwords and related authentication data like keys and certificates are now fully uh, encrypted and accessible via SuiteScript APIs in a way that's uh, much more developer friendly and secure than it used to be. So uh, I think folks will be pretty excited to, uh, to learn how to use some of these secret management features that works a lot like uh, how our current support for certificates and keys has been implemented. I also wanted to mention that in terms of uh, deploying suite apps and other customizations, we've added some capability within the suite cloud development framework or SDF for improving how those deployments are controlled, uh, depending on things like whether or not features have been enabled on the target server and other specifics or other environmental uh, considerations that are specific to a given client account. And so really that about wraps it up for all of the new Suite Cloud Platform features in NetSuite 21 release one. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to speak, Kendall. Wow, geez, I mean, that's a lot. Thank you, thank you for sharing all that. Thank you for coming on and, and uh, giving us some insight into what's coming. And Eric, I know we'll have you on next release, which is gonna come in a blink of an eye once again. So appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you All so right. much. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Kendall. Take care. Well, there is certainly a lot going on in 2021 release one. So if you want to learn more or dive into any of the areas we covered today, I've left a link in the description of this podcast episode. Thank you so much to all of our guests for joining us today. And most especially, thank you, all of our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe for more episodes just like this. Chat with you next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.